0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast, where the dark corners are. your dog Travels hostess. Tonight, we have a... Road trip with the panda. And a... In
1: 1995...
0: In
2: 1995... A team of paranormal travel podcasters found an abandoned cub in the haunted Arctic. After some kick-ass paranormal training and his first alien kill... He was ready. He was ready. So, if ghosts, serial killers, or monsters in the dark got you scared, don't hesitate to call the polar bear. The polar bear. Look how interested they are. In, in your intro, <laughs> we're at here throwing dancing,
0: Woo. and we're all looking at our phones. We were doing <laughs> our
2: training montage. The bear training montage was activated. You guys were on your phones. You
3: guys were doing yeah. your B team dance.
2: B team dance. We're the A team. How dare you? You're missing one. Missing what?
0: Oh yeah. So no. yes, yeah, Samantha still doesn't have her <laughs> Oh
1: yeah. No, I still don't exist. when Sam. And Sam. Damn. 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 and Sam. Red panda. Damn. Red, Red panda. panda. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be
0: you, you literally said that the You last last came up
3: set. with
1: it. Did
2: I? Yes. <laughs> that's probably why I like the idea so much.
3: That's wow. catchy. Wow, that's
1: a really good idea. Yeah. Who came up with that? Oh yeah. I'm just
2: so good.
3: I'm just pointing this out there. Did you see, hear Chewy's shout out at the very beginning?
2: No. You, did he rough?
3: You forgot to mute yourself. And so when your thing started, it went... Dog. <laughs> and I was like, I "Wonder if she realized she was unmuted."
0: <laughs> no. It was a ghost. It was I a
3: ghost. Couldn't enough. just play along with it.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Sign. I'll have to listen back.
3: I love it. I love Chewy. He always deserves a shout out.
2: He's chilling. He just likes the company. Right. Beautiful. He doesn't care for spooky.
0: So it's actually been a minute since we've all been together. We won't point fingers what i got things to do (laughs) i
2: don't even have an intro so important (laughs) right yeah (laughs) try to better yourself how dare you
3: i'm not
0: not she's like i
3: don't even have an intro so do you need me right i'll just chat out like you guys won't even notice i'm gone anyways all right so tonight we're actually going to talk about a pretty (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> 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 shall we give you a minute i didn't know it was gonna make that noise i was like oh it, did turn sounds- it down just a little bit what number are you i don't know yeah, yeah i feel like we, we all feel a little loud so but it's okay loud.
0: all right so tonight we're actually going to talk about a very i think pretty awesome topic if i came up with it myself
3: but didn't research anything <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah Shots fired
2: You should have had some audio Wrap cues ready. And Right this is <laughs> such
3: a good topic I it's thought everyone else should do it <laughs> I'm
2: your host You should have came out of the, the game show way you should have some buttons for some, some, some clapping <laughs> Oh do you think you have one don't you Not that one nope, well, not Ladies that one. and gentlemen said, oh. It's time for another
3: episode of Serial Killers Serial
1: Killers Serial Killers Serial
0: killers. killers But not really Well, uh, yeah
1: Just Whips Sierra oh, What part. did
3: you say? Yeah Even Sierra has one?
1: <gasps> wow <laughs> you, you were uh, here?
3: <laughs> I forgot about you <laughs> But there's your Right
0: There's your Probably con- just cut it off Right, the- yeah Not very smooth with that one so, yes, we're going to talk about killer contestants who really killed it. Or them. Or whoever. Someone. Killer contestants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, like, kind of misunderstood the assignment, I guess, because mine was, like, more of a talk show than a game show. But he was on a show. Okay.
1: No, oh, Well, did he win something? Was he on Word or dark corners are
3: a 25 year prison sentence <laughs> <laughs> 25 to life
2: <laughs> well yeah no i mean i don't know do you watch game shows i used to what was your favorite game show
0: well price is right
2: Was bob barker god damn this is wrong bob <laughs> that's
0: right <laughs> right jeopardy will of fortune okay cla- oh oh whammy oh,
1: oh no whammy yeah. no whammy no whammy that's, that's a good, good one. one yeah i've never seen whammy Really? Yeah. Seen well, you. are think they yeah. changed. They, they changed the
2: name a couple of times though. But yeah. Yeah, because now it's
3: one. called isn't called Pressure Luck. Yeah, that's, that's what it was called. Yeah.
2: Not Whammy. Well, yeah. well mm-hmm. I, I think it what became Whammy or something like that. Somewhere online, or I mean, other way. Does it, right. it now? It's a shame they, the they still Ukrainians do it. Oh wow!
3: They just relaunched all kinds of them.
2: Yeah, they just like yeah, to remake which is fine. Those old ones are good. Like Hollywood Squares was always cool.
3: Can
0: be funny, yeah. Yeah,
2: there were some good ones um i i like the nickelodeon game shows like guess guess that double dare Dare. legend of the hidden temple yes that was my jam
0: where in time is carmen san diego
2: is that a game show i
0: think it was
2: i know they had the computer game oh i think you know what i think they did try to shoot that yeah they tried to do something with that but then basically we just had the amazing race oh just the amazing race is cool i
0: used to like survivor but that's not really a game show it
2: sure is I
3: watched the challenge and I wouldn't say it was a game show per se. It's like a competition show. Like that's what kind of what we morph from, right? Was like a game show where you were on a sound stage to like these huge competitions.
0: The audience shows. and stuff. Like Fear Factor. But mm-hmm. mm. Survivor's good though.
2: Don't don't sleep on Survivor. I haven't watched it in a long time though.
0: I haven't either. It's still going. Probably It's, about it's
2: still Jeff uh Pro, props, props, props,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: well and now those ones and Big Brother because I like Big Brother I've been watching that forever mm-hmm. But now they take the contestants from Survivor and Big Brother and real world and put them all in the challenge So that's kind of fun to watch too because you only saw them in like their Survivor world So it's interesting to see them go into this other competition and see if they're as good at it in this other forum So I kind of like that
0: Right, right What was
2: your favorite? Do you even have a favorite? Do you like game shows? Do you like watching American families win millions of dollars (laughs) just by showing up and pointing at a screen? (laughs) Show
1: me the money! (laughs) I think Wheel of Fortune was good.
2: Family food's the best, though. As of right now, with Steve Harvey. I don't know really too much of these new ones after that.
0: Well, Richard Dawson was the original. The kisser? Yeah. He kissed everybody. Hi, honey. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> I like when they do all the celebrity ones oh, those So are I don't mind watching Jeopardy If it's Celebrity Jeopardy oh, celebrity, Or yeah. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune And now they do all the singing shows too Where you have to guess songs But they oh, have all kinds singer, of yeah. yeah, mass Singer But like they do uh, the lyrics one Where you have to guess the lyrics Oh, or oh. Kind
2: of it was like Singing Bee or something Yeah, or all, used all kinds to be, yeah. of ones
3: like that And I kind of like that
2: But how, how many of them have had killers, huh?
0: Murderers None.
3: Murderers Great
2: segue no, no one guessed murder for the top answer
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Survey says.
1: Survey says you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Polar Bear, What do you kick us off?
1: Oh, you want me to start? Yes. because I'm sitting. In all I, I set, all it's all quiet. Out of all the people ashamed. they would want on TV, it would be you. I sat in the middle so I wouldn't have to go first. That's too
2: bad. <laughs> that didn't help. You keep flexing all the time, so mm. it's, hard, <laughs>
1: it's hard not to. It's hard not to flex <laughs> these three three <laughs> muscles.
2: <laughs> What's that? How's the Jeopardy thing go
3: do, 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 We're waiting oh, on you, pal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect, because Paul Curry oh. actually was a contestant on Jeopardy.
2: Is he the brother of Steph Curry?
1: He's not. Oh, that sucks. Not even the same. Never stood a chance yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paul Curry was a smart man. How smart was Paul Curry? <laughs> well, he was smart enough to win two out of the three Jeopardy episodes that he starred in in 1989. Before he lost his last match in uh, on March twenty first episode. He was able to win approximately twenty four thousand dollars in nineteen eighty nine. So to put it into perspective, that would be worth about sixty thousand in today's money.
0: You could buy like dinner with that kind of money. I could pay off some stuff. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. Put me on well, pretty Baby. How much were houses worth in eighty nine?
0: I don't know. I was like five. Okay, wait. How oh. much did you say? <laughs> C- okay. Five. I he wasn't house th- shopping so then. Eight?
2: Is it sixty thousand? How much was it? He, he won sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. We have our intelligence operator over there going uh. deep.
0: Sam uh Red Panda it Sam is uh digging.
3: Trying to do our time money converter. Oh
1: gee. Yeah.
3: Well he did that. Well yeah, I converted
1: the money. What we want to
0: know is what the prices of houses were in eighty
3: nine. What would it be now? So if it's sixty thousand it then it, no, like it's
1: six it's sixty thousand now. Oh okay. so it's oh. twenty four thousand then.
3: Okay. Oh, what the hell?
1: But I mean, I mean 80s houses 80s. weren't $100,000. Yeah, it was five $0. cents for a freaking. So dog.
0: we're looking in the price range of just over 100000 Okay. In 89 Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So you didn't quite win a house, but.
2: You won a down payment. A good down payment. <laughs> yeah, a very good down, <laughs> yeah, down payment. Yeah, low low, radi- low uh, payments?
1: Come on. So, yeah. Too bad he wasted it. <laughs> this one's actually, I mean, I think he got his money's worth. Oh, yeah? Little did the viewers know that nothing could stand between Curry and easy money. He loved easy money. So Curry met his soon-to-be wife, Linda Kincaid, in March of 1989, shortly after his Jeopardy contest. They met at a nuclear power plant where she worked and he just got hired on to. From what friends and everybody who knew Linda, the way they described her was tall, beautiful, and genuinely a good person paul on the other hand was described as short not very handsome the only thing he really had going for him is his intelligence like he was the smartest guy in the room everywhere and that's what ended up wooing linda into falling in love with him
0: big woo by the way
1: wooing (laughs) wooing that and he treated her like a queen like he did everything for her you know honey this honey that you know honeymoon stages linda was quite a bit older than paul she was 45 and he was 32 they got married and they got married in 1992 in las vegas
3: did you just say las vegas
1: las vegas
3: Vegas. nevada
2: las vegas nevada
1: Everything seemed to be going fine in their marriage until Paul started to show interest in transferring all of their belongings, house, car, whatever, into his name or making sure that his name was on it. He also tried to sign Linda up for a million dollar life insurance policy. So, I mean, I guess no matter how much in love you guys are and, you know, how how cute everything, how great everything's going, that's, you know... That's throwing out some red flags.
3: Want a million dollar life insurance policy? That is a lot of money.
1: Yeah. So Linda told her friends about it and they were like really concerned. Like, well, I mean, we we like Paul, but that's, that's, that's pretty weird. But I mean, that incident shortly got clouded by Linda finding out that Paul was really vague and never really kind of told her about his previous two marriages and that he had a kid with his previous ex-wife. So, you know, she's like, "Well, what? There's, She's there's trust issues going on and all all this." So, so then Pauls like, "You know, you Noah's know going to fix our marriage." A cruise so okay. he booked him a cruise, going on a vacation, <laughs> and then was like, wow, that's really nice.
3: We're going to skate right past the hidden child. How do you marry a man and not know that he has a hidden child?
0: Well, in 89, I think mean, things are a little easier. But um, still, yeah.
3: I mean, like, you he can't doesn't track talk him. to this yeah. child at all. You can't find I mean, stranger him. Things, have things have happened. Yes. Have they? That's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just left, you know? Like,
3: did she even know him? Did you even introduce yourself before you got married, people? <laughs>
1: It's very intelligent. He's got a big brain. <laughs> he got
2: he got big song, <laughs> big wallet.
1: <laughs> so yeah, she was mad, but he you know he made it up by uh, taking both of them on the cruise. On the cruise, however, they both fell sick to the Hanta virus, hmm. and them and other passengers. However, Paul made it through fairly quick quickly, but Linda took forever to recover.
3: Where was their cruise?
1: Actually, I, don't, I I didn't look it up.
3: I'm like, and now I just want to know. Well, now Is you it want a good cruise? Now you <laughs> well, I'm like, Hantavirus, don't you get that from, like, deer and mice and, like, wild animals? I don't know. Mm, I so, like, so. how you get that on a cruise?
2: You brought his own deer, me.
1: In fact. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so intrigued. Deer jerky. <laughs> you don't think mice make it onto the cruise ship? Well, I'm like,
3: did they go to a place that, you know, had a bunch of wild animals? I'm just intrigued. I don't
1: so, know. I okay. think
0: if a lot of people had gotten it, it obviously came from the ship.
1: Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll let you know before but the end well, of the episode. Well,
0: probably, allegedly,
1: <laughs> as so the yeah. would say. He he got through it fairly quick, but Linda was actually sick for a couple more weeks, and she seemed to be getting worse. But she she just kept getting worse before she made like this spontaneous recovery, and everything went back to normal. So it sounds
0: like the poisoning was stopped being administered. Well,
1: why 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 why, why you got to spoil it? <laughs> because when it was
3: coming. They finally put the smell or whatever in what it was that they did that the car stuff you're checking the
0: antifreeze
3: oh yeah <laughs> I was like you know that <laughs> thing with the that you put in <laughs> cars <laughs> it tastes sweet yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like i know nothing about mm-hmm. cars clearly
1: so yeah linda fell sick once again on a new years of 1993 and she admitted herself into the hospital and while she was there they didn't know what was going on the doctor seemed genuinely concerned to where they went through all the tests that they could do, and they really didn't know what was what was wrong with her. And it, it started to get, go to the point, like, well, if it's not physical, it might be mental. So they started to think, well, maybe maybe it's in her head. Luckily, a nurse discovered that there was a puncture wound in her I, IV, or a puncture a needle puncture hole in her IV. So somebody, something was clearly fucking with it. And um, that sparked up an investigation. Obviously, she told, you know, told people and uh, the cops started to investigate. And because they didn't know what was wrong with her, that made it really, really difficult to find out. But when she was interviewed, she was actually interviewed on camera and the officers asked her. If some, you know, if there was a possibility that somebody was poisoning her or, or so, you know, something was happening well, to Did her. you have an enemy or who, yeah. who, who would, who would do be do doing it? this? And she was really reluctant to say, but she said if the only person that could be doing it is Paul. There's no, nobody else that, you know, could be doing it. And she, she really didn't want to believe it or say it, but she did. And Linda died June tenth, nineteen ninety four, at the age of forty nine. Before they could get the, to the bottom of who was doing what,
3: what made the nurse? I mean, obviously she was sick, but you would think that back then to find a puncture mark in the IV would have been
1: difficult. So, yeah, but I mean, it could be leaking.
3: Yeah. So I yeah. mean, it was like I wonder if there was something right. Like
0: I, that. If she's she's being administered I, IV. Like, mm-hmm. liquid from the IV bag. Mm-hmm. So, or yeah. Or it if it was like in like the
1: bag, maybe she touched the bag and she could feel the yeah, air coming out of it or not. Like, I not
3: wonder it. how she kind of keyed into that. Because that's literally like finding a needle in a haystack.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah. she. So, yeah. She died June 10th, 1994. At which point, Paul cashed out all the life insurances. Uh, every, all the 401ks that she had. And moved away. How nice of him. Yep. Not suspicious at all. And um, he ended up collecting over $550,000. So half a her, million. Yeah, from her death. And then they c- they closed the investigation because they couldn't conclude what she died of. So, I mean, now that we read about it, obviously it's obvious to us. We know what happened. But back then, they were like, well, there's nothing we can do. But he he didn't go crazy with like spending his money. He actually moved away and he worked for uh, the city of like with like building codes and building permits uh, type stuff. Uh, but then he remarried and you know started a whole nother life. But uh, number you know, four, he had a, this nice wad of cash in his back pocket. So in 2002, Sergeant y- Yvonne Scholl of the Orange County Sheriff's Department was going through and reviewed the tapes. Uh, you
0: mean Yvonne?
1: starts with a y, yeah. y-, 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 y- yvonne, yvonne. Yeah, i was okay. waiting
3: to see if we got a pronoun <laughs> in there somewhere and i was like i, I think that's you, Yvonne.
1: <laughs> yvonne S- sergeant Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so then she looked through all the paperwork and through the all the videos and was like oh we we should reopen this um, cold case yeah this cold case and because of, and then oh, there was other things like he had no business working in the nuclear power plant. He didn't have any degrees. He was just smart. Mm. He, he didn't have the paperwork to, like the to college degrees. For yeah, the to qualify for the position. Oh, and then another thing popped up to where they interviewed his ex-wife, the the wife he previous was married wife. previous wife. She actually said that at towards the end of their marriage she started to feel dizzy and sick and had the same didn't, symptoms yeah, it didn't like. know wh- where it was coming from and she's seen many doctors and took a bunch of pills and no no one really diagnosed her after because he, he started pushing her he's like well you know you're really sick what if something happens to you maybe we should get this life insurance going <laughs> And she refused the life insurance. And then shortly after, he divorced her and then moved on, to Poor in, Linda.
3: Let Linda. this be a lesson to all the married people out here. Hello, are you listening? If your husband wants a life insurance pro- policy, make sure you get one on him, too.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was the other <laughs> like thing, Mutual too. assured <laughs> destruction right here. That reminds me. he With Linda, he's like, we should get you this life insurance. And then he tried to convince her, like, I don't need one because I'm so much younger than you. <laughs> That's a problem! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, shouting
3: I, I, from the rooftop uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem, ma'am.
2: <laughs> Good.
1: So, yeah, they reopened investigation, and because everything, you know, because of the um, uh, updated to- toxicology, to- uh, yeah, the toxicology. Yeah, toxicology report. Toxicology report, yeah. They were able to find out that she passed away from nicotine overdose, even though she was not a smoker.
3: I did hear about this one. Nicotine.
1: nicotine. Did nicotine. her
3: fingertips turn yellow? I think that's a sign. I
1: don't you know. I wasn't there. You I, there. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> there. A
3: prolonged juice, but you can give them rapid amounts of cuz I just heard a podcast talking about nicotine overdose and like when you give it in liquid form, you can give them such an insane amount that it's like equivalent to smoking like 1000 cigarettes at one time.
1: Yeah, it's not it's, not, it's not the like, same it as can inhaling. It's super it. quick. Okay. Yeah, comes to fi- come to find out. They resumed the investigation and everything, and he was sprinkling tobacco because he was making lunches for her all the time, making her dinners and everything, but he was sprinkling the tobacco nicotine on her salad and stuff, in her salad dressing and stuff, and so that she would eat she would eat her lunches and get sick, and then uh, finally, when she passed away, he injected her with a dose of liquid. That was
0: point- potent, it sounds yeah, like.
1: Yeah, into the back of her ear. And she, she was also found, they found out that she she had large amounts of Ambien in her system. So I kind of wonder if he got her Ambien and she passed out and then he injected her with it. Right.
0: So she wouldn't
3: struggle.
1: Yep. So So they um, didn't
0: cremate her. They were able to take her body and do these tests or they're working off previous test results.
1: I'm not sure. Uh, I all would I, imagine all I is,
3: that when that poor nurse was like, hey, this is an issue. They weren't gonna let him cremate her. Maybe. Maybe. Because I'm sure someone like that that's smart enough is like, No, yeah, cremation, that's what she wanted. <laughs> you don't need to ask the family, it's fine.
2: That's what the paper said.
3: Right?
1: <laughs> so on September thirtieth, twenty fourteen, Curry being fifty year fifty eight years old now, was finally found guilty on charges of first degree murder with special circumstances and insurance fraud. He was sen- sentenced to a life in prison without the possibility of parole on November 14th of 2014. So 16 years, he went without punishment with half a million dollars. Probably didn't spend it.
3: Which in this day and age would be like closer to $1.4 million. So back then it was that much. but Significant, right yes, 1.4. absolutely. It's a lot, yeah. What a guy. I just love that the women came in, did the work, and, of course, it was this one female detective who was like, I don't like this. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> women can dig. We will find <laughs> all the skeletons. <laughs> oh, no, gosh. I'd be a great PI. Women That's my dig. future goals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's her retirement job. Oh, what you
2: is go. tobacco poisoning? <laughs> nicotine. His, nicotine. The tobacco.
1: Are you saying it as a question or as an answer? What is? It's what? his Jeopardy answer. It's my Jeopardy oh, okay. answer. Yeah. Yep you right.
3: can't make yeah. Jeopardy references to someone that doesn't
2: watch game shows. <laughs> he looked right, at, he looked right at me and I could see it. I am fucked up. I, I was like, he does not understand this reference. And you. and you guys were no help, not even a chuckle, to understand that he could just fake through this. I did not
0: even know what the hell you were talking about. Smith? I got it. it. Yeah. I can't yeah. it. What is
2: tobacco poison? That's all I said. i already told you the answer. I'm not guessing it. I know the answer. <laughs> because it's I just crazy. told you. <laughs>
0: All right, yes. Panda, Canada, Europe. Fuck
2: that up. <laughs> Mine's not as long. That's <laughs> really not as long. Mine's pretty cut and dry, boys. <laughs> There's no toxicology report. So I went with Family Feud. Everyone loves Family Feud. Yes. Steve Harvey was the host the, from. Steve Harvey died? No, Steve Harvey made it. Oh. Good. life. He's still, still alive. <laughs> he still does it. Living his best life yeah. out there. He's fucking, he's, he's killing it. That's the guy. I like the other guy, though. The one before him, he had the beard. Kind of like the guy who did the kind of like the guy from Home Improvement. Kind of looked
0: at him. Oh, it was him. Oh, was it was the same guy? Yeah. Was it? Al. Is it really? His name was Al on Home on the Improvement. Show, yeah. But yeah, it was him. Oh, it was him,
2: huh? Good for him. I was like, those guys look a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> that cold case is closed. <laughs> Either way, in, in 2019, Family Feud aired an episode with the Blifnick part family one particular individual named timothy blipnick is one of the contestants he so he makes it pretty big on the show because he is there's a clip of him out there from family Feud. As a lot of people make a lot of funny answers and or wrong answers and he actually makes it on kind of the the archive hall of fame of the question was what was the biggest mistake you have made at your wedding and he said i do
0: that's an oh, ouch God. And a That was his
2: half. reply. So I mean, it, in in the video and stuff, he kind of goes, "I didn't really you know mean I'm sorry, honey, but this and that." But I mean, it was his first answer. So I mean, I don't know. There's gonna be some truth it's to that.
0: Some forty and slip right there.
2: So it airs in 2020, and it, you know, it just so happens to be his divorce is in, and they, him and his wife Rebecca, just happened to be divorced in 2021. At some point, he had, he had also snapped from a previous episode we talked about. And he had become a little more violent towards Rebecca, and she would even text her sister, stating that she did not feel safe around him. He he, she, he was dangerous, and he just he was he was just kind of off the deep end.
0: So while they were still married, he was having violent rages against I'm her. I'm assuming
2: there was multiple signs because they were married since 2009. They had f- three kids, so married from 2009, 2021, and 14 years of marriage. So what he ends up doing is. He breaks into the house after they've been divorced, and allegedly she he had been stalking her, and he sees that another vehicle's outside the house where she's living, and he presumes it's another man. So he breaks into the house, and he shoots her while the kids are in the house. So he shoots her up to 14 times.
0: Wow. Rage much? Yeah. yeah overkill. So, sure.
2: and the judge even specifies when he's in the court case, which happened this year, he had shot her and then he said you have some problems you shot her while she was on the ground not one not two and he he goes through the whole 14 <laughs> sequence 14 times while your kids are upstairs snug in their beds lying down
3: you executed their mother yes
2: he said you you're fucked up and so he was he's sentenced to prison so he's gone
0: well where that's where he belongs
2: right he was sent this this year of 20 in august 2023 and he, I mean, all the evidence was against him. He didn't call any witnesses. He didn't call anything against it, you know. He, but he didn't also spec. He didn't state that he did it. He still to this day he did had he had a sixty minute episode that he didn't do it. But he they didn't fight it either. They checked. Yeah, they checked his Google to where he stated that he, or it's on Google how to break into a house with a crowbar.
0: So it's in his computer. How history. to how
2: to get away with what you did? So I mean, it's it's free.
0: pretty obvious. Not even in mode. To leave the breadcrumbs for law enforcement, this is how you do it, right? But fourteen times. I did mean, he, did he clear the gun? The I, clip. I, I,
2: he might have time to reload, you know, unless he loaded all fourteen bullets into one clip. I don't know what kind of gun he used, but
3: I was gonna say because I mean, a shotgun. You are reloading multiple it, times. It, it was that. a yeah, It was
2: a handgun, though. Right. I, I don't think he, she was. Be. But she was found like the next day by her father.
3: And just so let the kids the, there. Yeah.
2: Wow. The biggest feud of them all. Disgusting. Divorce.
0: All right, Red Panda.
3: Well, I really wanted to do Rodney Alcala, the, the Dating Game Murderer.
2: That you to say serial
3: killer. Especially cuz he was bored on my birthday, so I was like, oh. "Oh, but he is there's so much there that I felt like we really could add a whole episode on that." Right. So I went a little bit different. I really liked this story when I heard about it. Not liked it, but I liked the awareness that it brought to it. It has been called the Ginny Jones murder, which is a talk show in the 90s. She was canceled, I believe, in 2003. We've also, as a community, called it the gay panic murder, which I don't love. And now people, especially now that it's been on trial by media as an episode, are starting to call it by its real name, which is the murder of Scott Amador. So Scott Amador was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He was born to his father, Frank, who was a truck driver, and his mom, who was a housewife. Her name was Patricia. Shortly after they were born, they moved to Michigan, and then the parents got divorced, and he lived in Michigan with his mom and brothers. He, he dropped out of school and went into the Army, and he learned how to... He learned about satellites and such, and then he was deployed to Germany where he became an avid skier, and then he came back stateside on an honorable discharge and became a bartender. So they said that he is was a very kind, amazing human that if he had any other gay men that he knew of, because he was in that population, his brother in an interview said that he knew when he was still in the army that he was gay, but if he had friends that were disowned by their family or they have HIV or they didn't have any support, he would take all of those people in and give them support so that someone cared about them. They said he was the kindest person in the entire world. But his life was ended on shortly after March 6, 1995. And what happened that day was that he decided to go on to a show, Jenny Jones, and the topic was secret admirers. So his secret admirer, admirer, or the secret person that he liked—so how do you say that? His crush, I guess. Yeah, the, person of the opposite direction, right? He, his name was Jonathan Smith. So Jonathan gets a phone call that he needs to appear on a show on March 6, nineteen ninety-five, to figure out who's secret admirers. He's super excited to find this out. When he walks out on the stage, he sees his good friend, friend Donna Riley, and her friend, who is. Scott Amador he naturally assumed that he was there because Donna Riley had a crush on him so he like hugged her and he hugged both of them and he was excited to see them and at that point Jenny Jones looks at him and says oh Donna's not your crush Scott is and he looks at her and says oh you guys lied to me and you can tell he's like really uncomfortable when you watch the footage he feels you know very taken off guard like they snowed him he thought he was coming for a same-sex crush they knew this whole time that it was going to be or for a different sex crush he knew the whole time it was that they knew the whole time it was a same sex crush should you watch the introduction before he comes out and Jenny Jones is like how would you convince your, or how would you tell your crush that you liked him would you send him a note and tell him in private in case he uh rejected you would you tell him a different way or would you bring him on a talk show to tell him that you were gay and hope that he was gay too let's bring out this guy and it's horrible horrible to watch setup
0: is terrible oh it
3: was gross like it was a total gotcha moment this poor guy comes out it's and he is just so uncomfortable however it doesn't excuse what he does later so he comes out he's awkward whatever That show's supposed to air air two weeks later. It never airs because of what happened. So three days later, in the course of the next three days, I should say, Jonathan goes to the bank and he gets a gun. Scott has left a sexually explicit note. Oh, he goes to the bank and gets money. Sorry. (laughs) Let me back up. That's not where they have the What kind of
2: gun? I was going to let
1: let you roll with it. Yeah, Yeah, my bad. I was like, is different back then. I
3: have been teaching since, Seven o'clock yesterday morning for two days in a row. My brain is just dead. Okay, so let's back that up. So they do that taping on that day, on March 6th. Within the next three days, Jonathan gets a note from Scott that's very sexually explicit. This also bothers him. It's in his mailbox. He then goes to the bank and withdraws money. He with that money, he goes and buys gun guns or a gun and ammunition. He then goes three days later to uh, Scott Amador's house, which is a trailer. I don't know why that's important, but everyone keeps mentioning that it's a trailer. He goes there and he knocks on the door and he confronts Scott about what happened. He's like, did you leave this note? And Scott's like, yeah, I did. So Jonathan looks at him and he says, well, I need to go turn my car off. So he goes back out to his car. He grabs the gun and he comes back and he shoots Scott multiple times in the chest. Mm -hmm. So Scott dies immediately, obviously getting shot in the chest. How would anybody else live through that? And at that point, he said he was shot twice. So at that point, Jonathan gets in his car and he drives to a local gas station. He calls 911. And so you can hear this 911 call and he says, hi, my, friend's got, my friend just got shot. Like someone needs to come immediately. And they go, who, do you, who shot your friend? And he said, his name's John. So he tells them who it is and who did it, because like I think that he was hoping that they'd go get help, and it was such a like irrational thing. So the cops show up or whatever, and shortly after, Jonathan is arrested. They asked him why he killed him, and he said, and I quote, "Because he played a really bad fucking thing on me," and then referenced the Jenny Jones show because he was just so embarrassed, and it was that that was what they used as the defense, right? That he was so overly embarrassed, and that. Uh, apparently Scott had detailed a sexual fantasy on the show and that just contributed to his embarrassment. I mean, you have to think it's the 90s, right? A lot of people aren't causative. Right, homophobia is
0: still a thing. I mean, even for Scott to come out on TV, he was opening, unfortunately, he was opening a door of being abused by homophobics. And shunned. And correct. And then for Jonathan who A, had no idea, B, was now going to be a target himself because even though it sounds like he was heterosexual, it doesn't matter in some fucker's mind the, the difference. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, like- unfortunately, it sounded like Jonathan was anticipating being a target of future harassment that he did not bring upon himself.
1: Right, and I feel like he took all the rage out on Scott, where the the showrunners really kind of duped them both. And, I mean.
3: So you're both bringing up good points you know, that we're going to talk about and we're going to address that. Because, like, you think in the 90s, I think maybe Ellen came out in the 90s. Maybe that was not a thing that people were coming out. They just weren't. Right.
0: And, you know, in reference to that show, and just going to point this out. the When Ellen came out, her girlfriend or the person she loved or had an interest was, was an actress by the name of Laura Linney. Laura Linney did not get another job acting-wise for three whole years. And she was just playing a gay character. I don't think she's gay, but it doesn't matter. It the fact perception. that she was correct, the, this homosexual character that quote-unquote came out, Hollywood blacklisted her for three years.
3: And that's the environment we're in right now, right? So this poor guy gets outed outed on tv and whether he's gay or not if he's not gay then everybody thinks you are and to that some level there's some level of shame there in this environment that we live we're not as open and accepting as we are now do we have many miles to continue to run 100 percent? but we've come a long way from where the 90s and early 2000s right and you said this was 289
0: it was 93 Ni- 95 95
3: 85 yeah so he It did not help Jonathan at all, but his father was extremely homophobic. So his father even says that he was humiliated by the show's taping, that he didn't want his son to think, or he didn't want people to think that his son was gay. And he even said, how would you feel if people thought you were homosexual? Um... We don't care bro like if you're not you're not but back then that was very much the perception mm-hmm. right and you can see how this guy was so overly embarrassed that this gotcha moment could just make it almost unbearable like his whole reputation's ruined his dad's gonna hate him right he's distraught right so he was quickly arrested on march 9th 1995 after he made that phone call he was charged with first degree mu- murder committing a felony with a firearm and But the judge permitted the jury to consider lesser lesser charges, including second-degree murder. The prosecution's case was simple, right? The embarrassment does not justify murder. He was still murdered in cold blood. He premeditated it by going out and getting the money, buying the gun, going to his house. But Jonathan, on the other hand, he had a couple different defenses. So first of all, his confession was thrown out because when he made that confession essentially on the 911 call and then even when he made it to law enforcement he had never been read his Miranda rights he just was very forthcoming with that information and you know due to the due process of law because he had never been advised of his rights to not incriminate himself they threw that out but they had enough evidence otherwise so the defense never denied that Jonathan fired the shots that killed Scott However, they presented evidence that he had a long history of psychiatric and medical issues that, inc- that decreased his capacity to make sound decisions. He had prior diagnosis of bipolar and Graves' disease. And so Graves' disease, because I didn't know this when I read this earlier, is a thyroid disorder that produces, it's when the thyroid produce, produces too much hormone. And that can cause anxiety, irritability, and sleep disturbances. So that could also show why he had such an insane reaction. Because if he has this stuff that's making him super anxious, that might have just been way too unbearable, you know? Not that I'm justifying it still, but that does go into that. They also used what they call the gay panic defense. Which, to even say that that's a defense is just horrific, and ironically... (laughs) It is actually a legal defense that states that an individual committed a violent crime due to temporary insanity related to unwanted sexual advances by someone of the same sex. Wow.
0: And he has Scott's letter.
3: Oh, no. and And videotaped footage of him making unwanted sexual advances and talking about a sexual fantasy on a talk show. So that's what they're going to use, right? So since then, so this defense strategy has been legal in some jurisdictions in the United States, but many states have now banned that defense. So Illinois banned the gay panic defense in 2017, but it's still allowed in Michigan. So proposals have been introduced in December 2021 in Michigan to ban that defense, and there's also a federal bill pending. So this is commonplace. It's acceptable. We use it in court and we call it a justifiable murder. So the jurors felt sorry for Jonathan Smith, and they believed that he was a good person who was put in a bad situation, and I am inclined to agree Mm -hmm. that you know, it was just a really bad situation and that these guys definitely manipulated that, these guys meaning the talk show people. So he was found guilty of second-degree murder in 1996 and sentenced to 25 to 50 years in the Michigan Department of Corrections, right? That's a long time. Both families, the Schmitz family and the amateur family, felt that Scott and Jonathan were both victims of an overzealous entertainment show that exploited them for profit.
0: Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly what
1: happened.
3: They never aired it, but that it still happened, they still did it on purpose. They were yeah, still the, trying the to get the gotcha. intent was to
1: get that reaction out of people to get the publicity for it.
3: Definitely. So in 1999, the Amador family sued the Jenny Jones show using celebrity lawyer Jeffrey Figger who represented Jack Kevorkian, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, you know, y'all you know Kevorkian. Yeah, he is. Mm.
0: Right? He's the suicide doctor.
3: Mhm. He was a a physician in Michigan who eventually was convicted of murdering after assisting in the suicides of terminally ill patients. So Dr. Kevorkian. So they attacked the Jenny Jones show and Time Warner for creating an unhealthy situation that ultimately led to Scott's death. That trial was broadcasted on court TV and they actually went, and won that whole situation, especially because they told Scott and Donna not to reveal anything to Jonathan prior to taping. So they didn't couldn't give him a heads up. They told him not to give him a heads they up. They ambushed him. They had 100% ambushed him on purpose. So they called that fraud to get him onto the show. And then they also made sure to tell him that it was a secret crush, but never to mention that it was same sex. So they were definitely you know walking him right in there. And because of that figure contended that the show was negligent and therefore responsible for Amador's death. Their defense was that they had no way to see that there was going to be a murder somewhere down the road and they had no obligation to ensure Scott's safety. Okay. So the Amador family won the original suit and it was awarded $29 million, but it was later reversed, which I don't <gasps> know why, which is crazy. They
2: must have they must have found some some loophole or something and be like, "Well, they they knew it was entertainment, so you knew what you were getting yourself into. So you
0: should have been ready at all times. Yeah, but you're obligated to make sure that your guests...
3: It's a really hard line, I think, because it's hard to prove negligence. Negligence carries a really hard burden to prove in itself. And then... Scott knew that he was ambushing this guy to some extent. And I'm not saying that that justifies his murder, but he kind of knew that there maybe was going to be a bad reaction. He probably never thought it would amount to himself being murdered. But, I mean, you're going to go on to any type of talk show, let let alone one that's emotionally charged, and you can kind of expect that there's going to be some type of negative. Like, maybe someone, you go on there and someone just doesn't like you. And so that's at least negative. So I think there's probably something that they worked on in there. The other interesting thing was that Jonathan Schmidt's verdict was eventually overturned because there was an error with jury selection, but he was retried and found guilty again and sentenced to the exact same sentence and he was patrol or patrolled. He was paroled at age forty seven in two thousand
1: seventeen. Jesus. How old was he
2: when he went in? It happened in ninety five and he's forty seven when he's twenty seventeen. Uh so he was
0: Mid-30s, then.
2: Mid-30s. The
0: math.
3: 20s. Yeah, I'm like, I can't math that right now. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, it'd be twenty. would be late 20s. Mm-hmm. Late 20s. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so that is my case for today. I like this case. You know, the game show thing, people get spotlight, and they get money, and, you know, that one's always kind of interesting to see what people do with that stuff. But I thought this one was interesting because I think it's crazy that gay panic defense was legal. Yeah, that's wild.
0: Well, it sounds like it still is.
3: In some places, right? And I thought it was absolutely crazy that a game, like that just shows how bad media is and that people will get you, you know, it didn't matter how they affected people's life. Or who they they basically sacrifice for
0: entertainment purposes. For ratings. Because their show is only an hour, but the harassment that follows the people that are participants even unsuspecting ones, could last a long time.
3: And I don't yeah. think it's gotten better. You have a villain on a dating show or a villain on The Challenge or a villain on Survivor, and those people get death threats because people are so enthralled in a world with people that they don't even know that they're threatening so-and-so who's the villain on a TV show. It's just crazy. Oh yeah,
1: that. Oh, yeah. the the Captain baseball. America? Oh, oh, a baseball player, the too. Baseball yeah. that the baseball guy, the one that cut the baseball yeah, we uh, telling uh, us. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, we did an episode on it. Yeah, well, right. back. go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, even when you guys talked, when we talked about the Star Wars thing and how horrible they were oh, as the yeah. like Jar Jar Binks guy, and yeah. you know, so it, it's I'm just kind of interesting. Oh, poor guy.
2: People suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it comes down. People just fucking suck. And they I think shoot people. They fucking.
0: In relation to you know where we work, we've recently had a very recent inc- incident where we see how crazy. And insane people will behave, especially behind a keyboard mm-hmm. where, where they're now allowed to be anonymous or make up some bullshit name and create whatever facade and say whatever the hell they want without any accountability.
3: Yeah, keyboard warriors at their finest. And that's, that's the problem with bullying, too, right? Like, I used that's to, like be a able to go bullying. home and hide, and now people can get to us in our own houses. We're not even safe there.
0: Or call your husband's cell phone.
3: Right. And just absolutely hate you just based on what they think they see or a snapshot into who you are as a person.
0: Right. In an unfair scenario.
3: Right. And then this one gets branded as the gay panic murder or the Ginny Jones murder. And it's like, let's not talk about Ginny Jones. (laughs) Ginny Jones
1: didn't die. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Any more freaking like. How do they get the credit? Yeah. Yeah, And we're just not even going to talk about Scott. Like, let's say the names of the victims. I don't want to call it. The story of Rod Rodney Alcala. Let's talk about his victims. Let's name those people. Like we never focus on that. It's kind of crazy. Right. All right.
0: So that is what we have for you tonight.
3: Brom, brom, brom. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> 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 on Facebook. We're going to Facebook.
3: Facebook, Facebook,
1: Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.
0: <laughs> he froze. Polar bear just drowned. Well, you're always
1: po- pointing at me. Here. He doesn't get to go to family You get to with go us. first. You have to say Facebook. And then you guys make fun of me for being foreign. <laughs>
0: okay, Yvonne, calm down.
1: <laughs> make fun of me for being foreign. <laughs> okay, who's, no. who's making fun of names now?
2: <laughs> Ivana, whatever.
3: Yvonne. <laughs> what is Yvonne? Yvonne. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Yes, we do Facebook, have a Facebook, Facebook page. Facebook. Yes, we do have a Facebook page. What is it? <laughs> Facebook. Where the dark <laughs> are. It's facebook.com. You know. What is
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're curious or interested and like to join, send us a request. Mm-hmm.
3: We would love to see people go and comment. Maybe they had other contestants that we didn't talk about. Maybe we can do a part two if we get enough responses.
0: Right. So that brings us to if you have a topic or a serial killer or want polar bear to strictly take the lead and everyone else follow. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: I thought we decided Panda was gonna go next. Well, I am. With his big brain and big ideas. Big
0: brain. <laughs> Anywho, if you'd like to send us that information or your suggestion, you could send us at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Corners is plural. Final thoughts, Red Panda Sam.
3: I'm really glad it's not the dark corner. Or that would get very chaotic. All the serial killers in one corner, <laughs> all the normal people in the other one. I have no thoughts, Panda. <laughs>
2: um, I don't know. I want to go on a game show still. I feel which like which one? Oh, which one though? Yes. Family Feud. I think we would. Well, actually, it would be Legend of the Hidden Temple, because they, they were supposed to bring it back. They I don't did think they for a
3: second. It was not as good.
2: Yeah, which is kind of shitty. But I guess Family Feud. You don't have to go, you don't have to run around, you don't have to do anything. You just sit there and you clap. And if someone gives a bad answer, someone's. If I say a bad answer, you're all going to be on on national TV. You're all going to be like, okay, okay. You're uh,
3: like, what was the uh, fuck? Uh,
2: this motherfucker, you're
0: fucking good. You're
1: lucky <laughs> Steve's here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Polar Bear. I don't know. Just thoughts about how money changes people. I don't even know if it changes people. They were just bad people to begin with doing right. stuff for and money Paul right Paul was
0: doing things before he met Linda okay
3: okay but if you were gonna go on a, on a game show which one are you going on well I do like the family feud one
0: but I I would love the opportunity to whammy no whammy no, no whammy, whammy no whammy no whammy right so all right so until next time please remember only the few can find the beauty of the darkness which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are All right, so until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness. Shit. That's We hope to see you. Just <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> did you blink or
2: were you just hoping
3: you'd jump in? I was good, it's because you thought make you noise. I
2: did mute you.
0: What was I saying? All right. We oh, no, hope <laughs> find you. you the in the darkness. <laughs> All right, I'll start this over again. Son of a bitch.